everybody out there on the internet. This is episode 157, I believe. Yeah. I think that's the right number. Sounds the PlayStation right. Report. I mean, we're not going to have an episode on the anniversary, but we've been doing this for three years. Yeah. Yeah, I think March 18th, I think, is what, when I remember. Yes, sir. But yeah, it's uh, we've been doing this for a while course i'm frank alongside tyler your voices through this playstation journey for the past three years tyler how you doing i'm all right i'm tired but three years is exciting yeah for sure it's always a highlight of my week doing this show hopefully it's a highlight of people's week to listen yeah it's I, we really like doing this show and we hope you enjoy listening to it because we're not going to stop doing this show it's you know you don't realize how fast time is truly going until you do a weekly podcast. <laughs> I mean, there are other analogies yeah. or other experiences that are similar, but yes. yes. Okay, yeah. There, it does, uh, when you see that number grow and the it, dates just pass by, it's uh, yeah, it's something else. It, it does not feel like it's been 157 weeks since we've started this, but it has been. Yeah, but what is time? I know. Time goes too fast. It's fucking halfway through March already. What the hell? Mm. Yeah. We've had quite the exciting weeks. I don't... Yeah, between this episode and last episode, we saw Captain Marvel. We did. And I think it is a fantastic movie. Yeah, it was fun. I I feel like the internet is very split on this one. I think there's a very sure. obvious reason the internet is split on this one for for some for a lot of people because yeah. they're awful. Yes. Um, but I, I understand that there are some real criticisms of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's not perfect, for yeah. sure. But it is. It was a lot better than I thought it was going. to Yeah, and it's it felt a little bit different than other Marvel movies too, in in a certain way. Like the way they set it up, it felt. Yeah. It certainly had a different feel to it and it had a twist to it that typically doesn't happen in a lot of the mcu movies uh and i mm-hmm. thought it was a good twist a twist i didn't see coming at all about halfway through the movie i mean i kind i kind of saw that coming because it yeah we're not going to spoil the movie here but uh i think if you paid close attention to the mcu you understand you understood who the kree were true but I then again, this the is this Guardians. takes place at a very different time than yeah. when the Kree become a major factor. Yeah, right. I guess from the first Guardians, you kind of get some of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was a good movie. The post credit sequence was really exciting. Yeah, and I and the trailer that just dropped today hyped. for Endgame. I have not watched that yet. You should watch that. Really, see, it's I'm, pretty good. I'm going back and forth whether I want to watch it or not because I want it doesn't to spoil too much. Okay. It, it's like, I, yeah, I did not feel spoiled on the movie mm-hmm. at all. Which, speaking of, I don't think they're on sale, but I am going to go see that movie Thursday night whenever it comes out. So oh, we'll yeah. have to talk about that. A midnight thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Well, I think they even start showing it at like 7 oh, p.m. Okay. So it just depends on, I guess, time. We'll have to figure that out. But um, yeah, that's an it's going to work one. out best for me. Um, 
because I'm getting married that weekend, so <laughs> I wouldn't be able to see it for a while. Yeah, that's you know, because seeing Avengers Endgame is so much more important than my my marriage. But you know, I I was like, well, that's why you're doing it before. Exactly. That's why I said I'm like I took the day that Friday off and I'm like can I please just go see this movie Thursday night and you have me all day Friday I'll do whatever the fuck you want the entire week so yeah mm. that's that's my plan I just you know the bargain waiting for him to it's be a, on sale the bargaining has uh, yeah. already started <laughs> I mean I'll probably stay off the internet a lot the week after anyways but man that that would be really hard to not get spoiled on that I'm mm-hmm. sure on Avengers yeah you know, if you don't see it that that weekend, but I'm very excited. Yeah, man, not too not too far away. Yeah, I'm. Hmm. Yeah, it's good. Uh, also, at the top of the show, I guess for getting all this shit out of the way, I am going to be at PAX East. It is official. I got my badges. Yeah, that kind of happened very fast. Yeah, <laughs> all at once. Uh, yeah, it it did. Um, I. I I have secured my PAX badges. I will be there Thursday night. I will arrive in Boston evening, depending on when we leave in the morning there. Uh, so I might not be able to. There is a panel that's late uh, that I might be able to catch at 9 p.m., depending mm-hmm. on when we leave. But uh, for the most part, I will be there the entire weekend. So if you want to see me at me, you know where to find me. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. I wish I could go, especially because of something that's probably going to be announced there that we'll talk about later. Yes, absolutely. PAX is a good time. PAX is a fantastic time and a good place to get your hands on some video games, which is what this podcast is about, video games. I'll probably take some notes, write some uh, games down. I don't imagine I'll be playing too many games. Wow, it's fucking impossible to play a lot of things at PAX, honestly, unless you just play really unknown stuff. I will be taking a look at a lot of games, watching other people play them, Yeah, and uh, I will be happy to report back. Um, But yeah, video games, Tyler... Which ones have you played? Um, well, I've been playing a few. Um, played uh, some more Destiny 2, a little bit more there. There's new new content out. So the Thorn Quest is out. There's an Allegiance Quest that's out. Uh, there's a new Gambit Prime map. And uh, here with the hot takes on them, I've done none of them <laughs> so far. Uh, I think you've got to do a few things just to get both of the quests, but apparently the Allegiance quest is like, seriously uh, like a, yeah. it's a story thing. You choose to side with the Drifter or the Vanguard and you do all sorts of stuff. I'm undecided on what I want to go with, but yeah, I think that, that sort of stuff is cool and I, I hope that sort of stuff pays off down the road, you know, mm-hmm. that there's actual differences based off of this decision here in future Destiny Destiny 2 content. That'll be cool. But uh, what did I do? We ended up actually, for the first time in a while, did a bunch of blind well stuff, which was fun, just shooting a bunch of stuff. Ended up getting uh, some really nice exotic boots out of it that were above my level. So nice. that is still another way that you can go and get get some good, uh, good gear out of that. I think we ended up doing... Um, God, what are they? The unstable yeah. charge of... 
you do a tier three tier. and then put a yeah another charge right so so that that was fun uh ended up doing a mission actually in the dreaming city that I never done before the dark monastery mission have you done that i think so yeah just it's nothing really overly exciting there's just a ton of enemies that's mm-hmm. definitely a mission to do with friends because there's a lot going on in that one but i mean it was a fun mission then we did some gambit i grinded to get a ballistic slog out of the black armory so i can get a weapon frame build that for the forge so i had to do do a forge those things are not the f- most fun uh thing to do uh matchmaking with randoms i mean you really have to be coordinated it was kind of frustrating i ended up doing about maybe seven or eight rounds and you only needed to win two to complete the bounty so it it took a long time but the two rounds we did win outright man the people i was with really knew what they were doing which was cool and it's definitely a lot easier when you're at the right light level right yeah (laughs) um but we both rounds, so, you know, the first wards, you end up having to kill certain enemies that are uh, glowing, and then you throw the orbs into the forge to charge it up. Both of those rounds, we were up over a minute. I mean, we were crushing it. Yeah. And then the boss, literally, we took his shields down, and he was probably out in like a minute or two. Like, mm-hmm. his shields never came back. We all popped supers at the same time. Like, they they knew, like, you have to have a super going into the boss fight or be really close to it, or else you're screwed, really. I mean, it doesn't matter what light level you are. Mm. They're all around 650, so, you know. I will say it is important to... Uh and a lot, not I guess the casual Destiny player doesn't necessarily pay attention to this, but having a power weapon with the boss spec mod on it is just absolutely important. Mm-hmm. Especially like, ideally a linear fusion rifle with a boss spec, like either the Queen Breaker or the, I use the Crooked Fang. It's a legendary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah having that one. boss spec really helps out with a lot of stuff. Yeah, it does. Uh, I ended up getting the, um, uh, God, the Trinity Ghoul. Yeah, so that, finally oh, got that. I finally mm. Very cool. I ended up also getting Thunderlord as a drop, Ooh, which... Baby. Was a limited time event. Uh, yes, and that's why when it popped up, I'm like, really? Like, whoa, that's pretty cool. So, it did, and I, you know, you get the Hammerhead uh, machine gun from doing that first forge, and uh, I got a really cool... Uh, auto rifle it's like a primary it's called the haze and something yeah yeah, they, yeah. well i i understand like a lot of the black forge weapons have a name and then a bunch of letters and numbers after it yeah this thing is seriously it's straight up like a tommy gun and it has no recoil to it it mm. is so sweet and and this is the first time in a long time with destiny 2 that i've I like genuinely feel almost addicted to it again because I'm getting cool stuff like all the time. And I'm like, I just want to play this game because I'm getting so much cool stuff now. Finally got the chaperone forever, mm-hmm. which was hilarious because there's a trophy in Forsaken's DLC to complete an exotic quest. And that shockingly, I don't even know how it was the first exotic quest that I finished <laughs> in the game. I'm like, okay, sure. But got that. So getting just a lot of really cool stuff and Exciting! So I'm gonna to try to finish up my frame and uh, just get up to 650. I just have a little bit more to go. I'm at 648. Yeah. 
I'm, so I'm to the point with that game where I'm considering doing the level boost with my other two character classes and yeah. trying to get them up, do the uh, power, the quests with uh, the Why drifter, not? get them up to 640, and yeah, just having more destiny to do. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm, like you, I'm having a lot more fun with it right now because it is just like, holy yeah. shit, there's a lot of stuff coming at me that's really cool. Yeah, it, like every time I get on, I, I almost feel overwhelmed with stuff to do and that's always kind of been a problem with destiny you know you kind of run out of things to do and now there's, Dude, there's I a have lot so many so i have exotic quests i need to finish man do. like I, i'm five, close six. like i'm about halfway through the last word i am mm. really close to sleeper stim man you still haven't gotten that. no i haven't that thing's so good essential for um, Gambit. No, I mean that's that's why I use the uh, the crooked fang is because I don't yeah, have a sleeper stim. That's true. That's that's fine to use as well. But sleeper stimulant is good. I think for the sleeper stimulant, the last thing you got to do is one of the strikes, mm. which so it's the uh, will of a thousand strikes. So if you yeah. don't need someone to run that with you, you, can do it. But at this point, probably. I could 250 light above where you need to be so I could do it if I'm just careful yeah but I'm looking forward to playing some of this new stuff hopefully this week uh played some Kingdom Hearts 3 I am coming down to home stretch on that one too finished the final Disney World the big Hero 6 world uh which was cool uh I didn't really feel invested in the story but i didn't think it was awful i never saw the movie so i didn't really know these characters but i wasn't like oh my god i can't stand this sort of stuff uh the the world was cool because it it was a lot more combat focused which is the best part about kingdom hearts but the the, it's a kind of an open city and the city's a little bland in a way there's not a whole lot of exciting things to find but overall i mean it was fine it was a a little bit on the shorter end. Um, so did that. Now I believe based on where the story is. So uh, the only thing I might do is just grind up just a few levels, just maybe two or three, because it's saying that I'm recommended 40 or it's recommended 42. I'm only at 38. So might want to grind up just a little bit because the final bosses in Kingdom Hearts games have been pretty tough. Like regardless of level, so and but that's the thing with this game; it's been so easy so far. But then again, like I got caught uh, that way with Birth by Sleep, one of the campaigns. Like that game was so easy until you get to the final boss, and I literally couldn't finish the final boss because I didn't craft the right abilities. I wasn't a high enough, you know, a higher level than I should have been probably. And so that's that stuff kind of stinks. So I might just do that, but then pound the rest of that game out but i am ready for the plot dump holy moly oh yeah that is kingdom hearts is that's a big problem with kingdom hearts they've always just massive plot dumps at times so and seeing how this game has been with you know maybe up to 10 minutes of cutscenes at a given time uh i can see there being a lot of cutscenes, especially okay. towards the end here so hopefully we'll have that done for next week's show as well uh let's see what else have i done a little bit of swire 2 uh which you know not too much to say there but i finished the first world like 100 percent 
and there's two more worlds. So I mean, I guess we can get this Doing out of the way real quick. There, did you turn subtitles on? Because you can do that now. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Because I don't really give a shit in 2019 about the characters in the Spyro universe uh, but it would be nice to have subtitles on. It's good to see that they're doing this because they came out and said before that no we're not doing this mm-hmm. sort of thing which was a bad look for them for sure um, it's a fun game Spyro 2 is, is neat it has just more mechanics to it the worlds are a little bit cooler the levels are a little bit cooler there's more to do in each of them so it's an overall better game than Spyro 1. And then the last thing I did was just a little bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, I told myself I wasn't going to go back to this game for a little while, but uh, then they put the season pass on sale. So I haven't started the season pass stuff yet because I want to finish all the new DLC quest lines they added for free and then the mythological creature stuff. So I'm like, let's just focus on this stuff uh, these two things, and I knocked a bunch of the DLC quest lines out of the way, which uh, some of them are really well done. I'm I'm pleased with a lot of them. There is one uh, with two brothers, and you kind of had to choose which side to play, but the overall story was really really neat for it. Um, it's it's cool. I mean, a lot of those things are are neat. One of the quests that I have is a giant boss fight. There's two of them that they've added, um, which is really neat. So I'm looking forward to doing the other one because the the first one I did was wild. So I think I got about three, maybe four of those quests left, and then I'll do the mythological creature stuff, and then I will do the DLC. This game feels like a fucking lifestyle at this point. Like, I just can't get away from it, but I Mm. love playing it. Mm. Yeah. I saw you got it. Yeah, is that all you've got? Yeah, that's all. all right. That's all. Yeah, I got. so I'll just go into this. Uh, yeah, I started Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and you know, from the outside looking in, I already was like, "Wow, this is a lot of game." It's a lot of game. And then I started playing it, and now since they do have all that stuff added on, that it prompts you with that's like the shit's a way too high of level for you right now. But yep, yeah, like, oh god. Like, the way, like, there's just so many things on the map. There's just so many question marks. How far are you? I, so, I just found, and I, I didn't know about this character's name, Elpinor. Like, come on. Yep. Like, (laughs) he's a dick. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a character for sure. But, yeah, I just found out about the cult of Cosmos. Okay. So, yeah, you're, you're. I mean, I'm into chapter three. You're a few a hours bit. into it. Yeah, I'm a, I think sure. when I checked, I was like four and a half, five hours mm-hmm. in. Call the Cosmos, like when you discover that stuff and go into that lair. That was that was neat. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. But you have that now. You yeah, you have the ship. Yeah. At this point, the mercenary system's yeah. there. It's there's all just, there. There's dude. a lot, man. There's just <laughs> a lot. Systems and, on systems. Yeah, it's probably good that they're not doing another assassin's creed this year because it, oh, yeah. i can't imagine how much work Dude. that oh, went God. into that one like yeah i just hit level 50 which was the original cap uh so when you hit level 50 you open up oh, what, what are they called like master abilities so basically there's the skill tree and then there's a whole nother skill tree God. that you can invest skill points in and these are just smaller buffs like 
plus two percent warrior damage oh, or okay. stuff like that but it's a whole massive list and you can invest into some of these up to like 20 times god it just keeps going mm. <laughs> uh i'm having fun you... with it but uh i will say that mercenary system even early on can be annoying because yeah. it seems like the when you have a bounty on you they're always around and sometimes they even get in the way of going to your your quest objective oh, like sometimes they just like hang out around where your quest objective 100%. is if you have a bounty on you that you cannot get rid of uh it's very frustrating because they're constantly around you and hunting you down mm-hmm. so you can't really focus on your objective and especially later on you'll find that it's going to be even more frustrating because you'll be up to like for example towards the end of the game i was like level 45 so all these guys around me are level 45 they're really strong yes i'm strong but they have all these fucking abilities and massive weapons and a ton of health and i have three of them chasing me down and i cannot get rid of the bounty like it's just part it's baked into the game at Mm. this point so at that point it's like i could i take all three on yeah fucking the chances of succeeding is not very high i will say if you have two on you at least some point get in a fight with both of them just take your time play Mm. it play it play it uh in a way stick with me like a dark soul sort of thing just watch the enemy's moves move around dodge at the right time just take your time with it yeah that is the one of the most thrilling things about that I mean, game well, you once you figure hours. out the uh, parry and the uh, the unblockable attacks it's <laughs> like yeah it, yeah there's one thing i don't know if you've discovered it yet but if say sometimes it's a little frustrating of like i have to go into this base and uh steal this thing but maybe i get caught or there's a few enemies in the way and i'm killing them and i'm getting like the bounty meters going up for murder yeah you know sometimes the game isn't very great at telling you that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. um but if you stealth kill them and no one sees you you don't get a bounty right but say you do get caught and there's only three guys there and you just kill them all you might get up to just one one star i guess for uh a bounty mm-hmm. so now you have one mercenary hunting you down if you just open up the map you, you find the spot off. or yeah yeah pay it off right there you can just hold in the triangle button and pay some gold that's what i do all the time even if i'm in the middle of a fight and i just there's like four more guys my meter just keeps going up i'm like i don't want to deal with this shit i'll just open it up and pay come back kill those guys open it up and pay <laughs> it's annoying but gold isn't too big of an issue late in the game hmm. um, I guess it depends on what you're doing uh, because if you if you have a sword you know a legendary sword that you want to keep the rest yeah. of the game and you can't break down uh, legendary stuff in this game you can't get rid of it um, you can get rid of purples but not um, yeah orange. you can store that stuff on the ship Yes, you can do that. Uh, but say you want to upgrade that, it'll start costing a lot of materials and gold mm-hmm. to keep that up to your level. So some yeah. of that stuff, I'm just like, you know, I'll find something new. Um, are you playing as Cassandra? Or Yes, I'm playing as Cassandra. Yeah. You know, it's... Way to go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm having fun with it. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll check in with it every week because it seems like a game that I'll be playing for a long time. Yeah. Plus, I um, talked about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I am playing that. I also played some uh, Destiny 2 last night with a couple of our buddies. Uh, We did some Forge Ignitions, did did a Nightfall. 
did all kinds of fun stuff. I'm yeah, I'm having fun with that. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting good at trials, like learning the advanced techniques and trials now. Trials rising. Trials, yes, trials rising. <laughs> the new one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm having fun with that. Just to, still again a bummer that it takes so long to because I I just unlocked the next set of tracks and I've beaten them all and I'm like. Wow, I have to grind like another eight levels to get Ugh. to the next. Man, that sucks. Set of, yeah, it's that just sucks. I don't understand it. It's I don't know, man. Yeah, and it's not even like there's it's not even a malicious thing where you can pay to get get to the next set of levels. It's just that it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I also popped in Warframe again. Mm. I'm having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. What you doing in it? Uh, just going through levels really fast. <laughs> it's ridiculous, the mobility in that game, and just... Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not even giving a shit about the story. I'm yeah. just, It's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do a few levels here. Like, there's this quest line I can follow, and just, do all, just follow that quest line and do that, and mm-hmm. get all this loot, and then forge stuff, get blueprints and forge stuff, which takes... Up like the I have a thing in the forge that is going to take literally a day, unless like, I pay real world currency to oh, get it right now. Like, but it's not stuff that you need right now. It's mm-hmm. like components to a new warframe that you can a new suit that you can use. Or they're not really suits; it's characters. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a weapon that'll take twelve hours, but so you don't need it. You. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm having fun with it. It's it's a neat game. Um, I also re- I started playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered since wow. it's on yeah. since it's uh, free for PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I started the campaign on Veteran because yeah. I remember that game so so much. Like I, anything less would kind of be boring to mm-hmm. me. Um, but. In the FNG, the the obstacle course at the beginning, I uh, I beat the uh, I, there's a trophy for doing that course yeah. in under fifteen point one seconds, mm-hmm. and I got that. Oh wow! Holy shit! I I don't know if I ever got that that achievement back in the day on Xbox, but damn, I think I'm going to platinum that game. Go for it! Yeah, that that'd be a good game to platinum. Doing Mile High Club again on oh Veteran. Dude, the amount I, of times I nearly finished Mile High Club on Veteran didn't. So fucking frustrating. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget uh, playing that in me and one of our buddies back in the day, Brandon. Mm-hmm. We were playing that and oh my god, we just kept trying over and over and over again. This was on his account and he had like the fucking run. He was on point. Got to the very end when you have to kill the guy that has the hostage, shot the hostage in the head and mm. lost. It was like, it's it not was an so easy defeating. Shot. It's not an easy shot. It, it really isn't. Uh, yeah. And it's so much work to get to that shot yes. too. Yes. So much work, but yet it's actually so little at the same time. Mm-hmm. But just because it's on veteran, it's very hard to do. Yeah. Got to use those flashbangs, man. You do. Clear the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, man, I don't think there's anything else uh, that I played enough to really talk about. Uh, so let's just get into it. 
the uh, we got some numbers here. February's top downloads. I don't think we talked about this last week. We couldn't have. It no. uh, but yeah, we have things. You want to read us the top 10 PlayStation 4 games from the bottom? Let's do it. Number 10, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number 9, FIFA 19. 8, Far Cry New Dawn. 7, NBA 2K19. 6, Far Cry 5. 5, Kingdom Hearts 3. 4, Rainbow Six Siege. 3, Grand Theft Auto 5. 2, Jump Force. And number one is Anthem. Wow, a lot of people <laughs> jumping on that Anthem. Yeah. That game that probably should have been delayed, as I, I predicted. I predicted it would get delayed, mm. and it looks like it should have been delayed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely should have been delayed. No surprise to see it at the top. Very surprising to me to see Jump Force there. Yeah, that's... Mm, yeah, that's... That is that is surprising. Uh Far Cry New Dawn doesn't shock me. I guess the only real shocker here to me is that Metro Exodus isn't even in the top ten. Yeah, well, I think I explained this. The the audience for that game isn't necessarily very big. No, but it is a new game. It did review well. It just kind of surprised me. It's not in the top ten. Good to see Kingdom Hearts 3 hanging in there. GTA 5. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, all right. So we also have some PlayStation VR games. Uh, Top 10 here. Farpoint at 10. Until Dawn, Rush of Blood at 9. 8. Borderlands 2 VR. 7. Astrobot Rescue Mission. 6. Creed Rise to Glory. 5. PlayStation VR Worlds. 4. Rick and Morty Virtual Reality. 3. Job Simulator 2 Superhot VR. And sitting at the top again, Beat Saber. Right on. Beat Saber just dropped some DLC today as well. Yes, some new songs. Yeah. Uh, free-to-play games, nothing really changed there besides Apex Legends. Which I would say five. is probably the biggest game to launch in February. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, the, probably the one that's most in everyone's mind. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Fortnite actually dropped to number three. With uh, Realm Royale sneaking in there at number two. Yeah. Uh, Vita Games, God of War PS Vita Collection takes number one spot. Um... Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is the top PlayStation classic. I mean, so, it's going to be one of those going to be one of those Rockstar games. Yeah. But also uh, with Resident Evil 2 Remaster, it seems like a lot of people are going back to the Resident Evil games with RE2, yeah. which is weird because they have the remastered out. <laughs> uh, 3 and uh, Code Veronica X being in that list. The best PS4 theme is the Legacy Dashboard. Yeah. Right on. Although, I will shout out to Pizza Cats from space. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh. But yeah. Um, we've got some exciting things coming up, as, uh, apparently, at PAX. Oh, boy. Gearbox teasing games for PAX. Uh, the first of which here, uh, I'm going to swap these around. Uh, there's apparently going to be a Borderlands thing, uh, according to a tweet that looks like a Borderlands thing. Oh, boy. It says March 28th, spray painted onto a uh, road sign. Uh, exit 3 yep. should be noted. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. They also did another tweet where they tweeted out a pixelated 
Borderlands looking thing. Is it this? Because that's not. No, it's not that. Oh, um, there was another. Here, let me just go one. to Twitter. Yeah. Twitter.com slash Gearbox. Mm. But it's happening, man. It's looking really likely that Borderlands 3 is finally going to be revealed, which is incredibly exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, here, here it is. I mean, it looks like a uh, 3DS port of Borderlands. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there's going. To, it appears that there's going to be some Borderlands announced on their panel in Boston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I imagine my prediction is they're going to say, "Hey, we're making Borderlands 3," and they might have a little bit of something for that. I don't even think they give a release year. Yeah, that's that's an interesting thing. But the other thing is they're probably going to bring Borderlands to Switch. I can see that. Uh, that would be a perfect place for that. I think it's interesting because PAX really isn't the place to announce massive video games. Mm-hmm. It, you don't, We don't see that happening a lot. I mean, indie games get announced all the time, but... But a big AAA game like this doesn't really get announced all the time, which is why, like, initially when the rumors started swirling that Borderlands 3 would be revealed at PAX, I'm like, yeah, no way. Like, when's that happen? A big game like that. But now that they're teasing it, I could see it happening. And I guess the question is, kind of like you were alluding to, like, how much do we get? Do they talk about Borderlands 3, like, hey, it's happening and maybe a few things that's in the game, but we don't see it. Do they have a trailer? Maybe. Or being really crazy, they announce it. It's out this year. No, there's no fucking way. (laughs) Man, I would love that, though. No way. (laughs) I don't see that happening, but... Yeah, I don't. I'm not even sure if they'll even announce Borderlands 3 at this. This might just be a total tease and they're just like, hey, you can play it on your Switch. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know. I think Borderlands on the Switch, I think that's absolutely going to happen. But, man, teasing, especially also, that first image, like, that's got to be the third. I'd game. also be worried about Borderlands on the Switch because you remember how that made Xbox 360's run really hot? Oh, yeah. Like, Borderlands 3 was one of those games that could legitimately brick your console if, you if like, you didn't clean it out and make sure you had proper airflow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did make make systems run really hot, but fuck, I'm, dude, I want it. I want Borderlands 3 so bad. Here's the thing about Borderlands 3. Do you think it'll be a live service game? It almost has to be. But does it? I Yes. What? So in your Because if they don't mind, do it like that, it's like the, there wasn't much of a jump from Borderlands 1 to 2. Like, all they really did was add new character classes... Yeah, I'd say the story was a hell of a lot better. Yeah. There's more story. But they can't just do another marginal thing, especially after all this time, Mm -hmm. or it's going to feel like, what, a 2010 game. When did Borderlands 2 come out? 2012. 2012, okay. Yeah. I'm just kind of of two minds. I think they have to go the live service route, and I think Borderlands was a good... Uh, predecessor for that like they were almost there with Borderlands 2 just not all the way there Um, but at the same time all I want is like 
newer classes, some classes to come back in a nice fucking huge world to explore. Great quest and story that I can play with three friends like Borderlands 2. Now I could just go play Borderlands 2. I mean, it I can that. be that, but they also probably have to support it like a live, live service game. Probably. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if there was some maybe social hub. I mean, obviously, there would probably be microtransactions of some kind for cosmetics or something like that. I mean, that. they already have the golden key, mm-hmm. the skull keys that you can buy. Yeah. I just, what I don't want is like, uh, basically, I guess what I'm trying to say is all of these kind of live service loot shooter games have all fallen on their face as soon as they come mm-hmm. out. I don't want that to happen with Borderlands because Borderlands is so fucking cool. Well, Borderlands already yeah. has the loot figured out. They do, to a degree. I would I, I would say you got a lot of stuff in Borderlands, but I would say three quarters of it was trash. You know? Like, if they just fine-tune that a little bit, yeah. You know, they they have the quest, quest and all. I mean, by the very nature of how they have their loot system set up to make things so random, like, they already have it much more interesting than a lot of other yeah. schluters, as I call them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... Uh, there, there are a lot of things. We'll talk about Borderlands 3 a lot more if they do announce it, but... Yeah, look forward to it. We'll put a pin in this until mm-hmm. that March 28th date comes up. That's the Thursday, right? The Thursday at PAX? Yes. Yes. So I'll probably find out about it in the car Yeah. as I yeah. make my way up to Boston. Um, but Gearbox not only has that, there's also another tease here. Uh, they, another, oh, they're doing a lot of this stuff through their Twitter. Um but yeah, they, they might have more than just Borderlands there. Although it is important to note that Gearbox does publish games, they so do. this might not even this might not be an internally mm-hmm. uh, developed game. Battleborn two, baby, let's go. Yeah, I mean I made that <laughs> joke. Yeah. It's Battleborn two. It's not happening. They're not going to go down that road. No. I, out of curiosity, I looked at the Battle Battleborn Twitter account, their official Twitter account. It's sad. They tweet, like, once maybe every two or three weeks. Oh. Yeah. I really wonder how many people are playing that game. Mm. Can't be too many. Yeah. That's a game that I think the universe looked really cool. I just didn't want to play it. Like, actually playing it didn't Mm -hmm. seem super exciting. Yeah. I don't know, man. It got, like, kind of muscled out by both Overwatch and Smite. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, buddy, you put this one in here. How about you walk us through this? Surprising me. Uh, the Battlefield thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield 5's um, Firestorm mode has a release date. March 25th is when Firestorm launches in Battlefield 5, 64-player mode. Said the largest map in Battlefield to date. Ten times larger than anything in Battlefield Five. Wow! Which you think about Battlefield maps, they're pretty huge. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah, that's got to be nuts. And then only sixty-four players. I just wonder how sparse it might feel potentially, mm. but probably not. So yeah. Do you think this is uh, bad timing? Do you think this will find an audience with Apex being out there and 
I think it's weird. I think there's going to... I don't... Hmm. I don't see good things happening for this. I didn't... I hope this isn't. I hope Battlefield Five isn't the thing that shuts down, uh, shuts down Dice as a primary studio for EA. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see Dice just become the support studio for, say, Star Wars games. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that'll happen. But uh, I do wonder if it will struggle to find an audience because there's just so much competition there, and even competition with EA. Mm-hmm. Like with Apex Legends, um, like what's going to be unique to set it apart from Call of Duty in Apex, especially? Yeah, you know, I mean this is this is strictly a squad based thing, like Apex. Well, they said you could play it solo. Oh, does yeah. it? Hmm. Solo or squad? That's a change from when they initially revealed it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Battlefield does have its unique feel in personality for sure, um, but is you know is. It's got to have some more hooks to it, I think. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it does. Yeah. I yeah, I just don't know how much... There's so many games out right now, and, like, out of Battle Royale games, like, man, there's just so many of them. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's going to have to be special for me to latch on. Yeah. Because I've even fallen a little bit off of Blackout. Occasionally I'll, mm. I'll boot up a Blackout game if I feel like it. Yeah. It's just... Apex just feels so good to play, and it's so easy to just get into it like immediately. Mm-hmm. And with it being free, there's also if, if you like Apex out there, there's also a sale going on now. I didn't link the sale in here. There's an EA sale where uh, Titanfall Two is on sale again for like eight bucks. Oh my god! Buy it. Yeah, I I have it Such downloaded. I haven't started that campaign again yet, but looking forward to it. Yeah. And uh, you're up next here again because yeah. you snuck in a few things without telling me. Yeah, I just snuck in two things. There's not a whole lot to You them, snuck in three things, man. I did. Uh, the uh, developers behind Hyperlight Drifter have just announced a new project. Solar Ash Kingdom is what it's called. Um, this is from Game Informer. Though details pertaining to the game's central plot are non-existent, an announcement trailer showcases various neon-hued backdrops that players will likely be navigating. The final moments of the cinematic reveal a masked character fighting what seems to be a large shadowed eyeball. From these visuals alone, Solar Ash Kingdom looks to feature the same innovative art and intense combat systems of its predecessor. Mm. So, who knows if it's a direct sequel, maybe it's kind of a spiritual successor, but Hyperlight Drifter was a game that found a nice audience. I should have played... I, I think I need to go back and play Hyperlight Drifter because I, I that's one of the that's one of my shame games where I haven't played it, mm-hmm. but it looks really cool. Yeah, it, it is... does look cool for sure. And then... Uh, just the next one here is that uh, I just find this interesting kind of maybe the context around it but PUBG creator is leaving to lead a new uh, internal division within PUBG core so he's not going to be on PUBG anymore even though apparently he hasn't been on it for a while now yeah (laughs) yeah, is what I've also read mm -hmm. but he came out and said uh, let's see Uh, basically he's creating a new uh, division within PUBG Core to uh, head up internal research, and it's called PUBG Special Projects. Hmm. 
So I don't know. Uh, he said, online experiences and spaces can connect us in a way I only dreamed of when I first sat in front of a computer some 30 years ago. And it is, t- and it is those dreams of connecting others that is driving out work. Uh, together with a team of game developers and researchers, we've explored new possibilities of interaction and connections within the game space. Hmm. So if it's a PUBG special project, what do you think it could end up being in the future? Uh, hmm. <laughs> what would you like to see PUBG be? I don't know. The brand. Ah, oh, man. Like, I, is there... Are they going to chase the, the, the destinies of the world? Yeah, like, is there going to be something more campaign focused with it? VR. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of places they could go. I just, at least to me, PUBG's aesthetic is not something that is super fucking exciting. Mm-hmm. That I, you know, I feel like they're really going to have to spin some exciting things up yeah. to get more out of it yeah. than, you know, say if there was a something built around Apex, which is a little bit more exciting right off the bat. You know? Yeah. Uh, to me, the interesting thing about PUBG is the ballistics mm. and like how, like, because it's super accurate about like, hey, uh, this bullet does this much damage and drops this much at at, at a certain range and stuff like that. Like, yeah. there's there's a lot of uh, just a lot of cool modeling in that with uh, damage models and right. Yeah, I, and it's probably still like. <laughs> It's one of the scariest non-horror games I've ever played. Yeah. Because it it's such a time investment to, to play a match of that. And then it can all just end because you made a silly mistake crossing a road mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Getting shot at and you don't know where. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That happens a lot in Battle Royale games, but PUBG, even just watching what I've watched seems a little like a lot more intense when that sort of thing happens. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's just like, there's, there's a certain sense you develop when playing that, like, especially if you're playing like with good headphones, like just, it really tests your hearing mm-hmm. because sound is like in all battle royale sound, sound is important, but in PUBG especially so because like, it's just every. It's always on like a knife's edge. Like the game could be over at any second. Right. But yeah, yeah. I I'm interested to see what uh, PUBG does in the future. But before that, I hope I can get my hands on Judgment. But things are looking a little bit shaky over there at Sega. Uh, one of the voice actors for the Japanese audio. Um, has been arrested for possessing cocaine. Yes. And uh, Sega has stopped sales of Judgment. Uh, Is it already out in Japan now? Yes. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this means that they're going... Yeah, all right. So here, looks like... It looks like they might uh, recast him because... That seems to track with the... Things they've done, like with the Yakuza 4 remaster, that's probably, I think that's out in Japan already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, I guess they'll recast him, put out a patch, and then re-release the game. I don't know. It, it's a very strange thing for them to halt sales of a video game because of this. 
but also yeah he he used cocaine it's not like man it's i get that there are laws but using a drug is not the same as you know killing someone or anything like that and also like it's it's strange that you pull a game because someone worked someone of an actor did something like that it's not like they did yeah. anything like politically like uh, abrasive or anything like that it's not like there's going to be backlash against the game because an actor did this it's it's just a strange move sega's a strange company yeah my, my only guess on why they would pull the whole game like they did is just because i i don't know 100 percent for sure but i i would assume that getting caught with drugs in japan is a way bigger deal than it might be here mm-hmm. doing something like that to where that sort of thing happens you know if you get caught with drugs especially harder drugs like cocaine you know maybe they kind of kick you to the curb and pull all of your work which i think is kind of crazy mm-hmm. to pull your work or recast you or whatever i i do think it is crazy because how many at least in the United States, yes, it's illegal, and I'm not condone. I'm not saying you should go do fucking cocaine. It's okay to do cocaine, but you know, you see, like, especially back in like the '80s hairband days, like all those guys were just doing fucking cocaine, all that stuff, and they're still here. You know, it, we still listen to their stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it, I, I, I would just assume it's a cultural difference on how those things are viewed of why they're doing it. But I hope it doesn't delay the Western release just over I mean, like this. Yeah. It, so I don't think it would based purely on the fact that they're going to do English voiceover for the Western release um, with the option yeah. of Japanese voiceover. What they would probably do is just withhold the Japanese audio version until they have that uh, available. Did, did they use his likeness in the game? I'm not you entirely know? sure. I know they do with a lot of their actors. Yeah. But I, I don't know exactly. Because I would wonder if they don't want him in the game at all. You know, either that or they're just going to let the situation kind of blow over a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they don't want him in in the game at all. If they use his likeness, then that might be an issue for the Western release. Mm-hmm. Which would be a strange thing because using his likeness with a different voice, like how... How far separated can you be to like just like mm. like it, it's weird like hey coincidentally this actor kind of looks like that guy yeah it's I mean it, we've had cases of that where like I don't want to bring it back up but Lindsay Lohan suing Rockstar for the character on the cover of GTA Five which I don't know man it's it's not I don't really see it I, was, I never but, saw that either like. It's it's just a strange thing having like act like having likenesses or people who look like famous people or actors. Yeah. It's it's just a strange thing in video games that sometimes it's completely coincidental. I don't know what what that's going to come down for uh, judgment, but I want to play that video game, mm-hmm. and I will not judge it harshly because an actor decided to have cocaine. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. 
Other upcoming video game news, Tyler, I know you're probably excited for Remedy's new game. Is that... I... I'm not familiar with Remedy stuff. Quantum I, Break, Alan Wake. Yes. Uh, well, I more specifically, this is coming out on PlayStation again, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah. Control uh, is the cover of Game Informer for the month, and uh, but in that they said the game's going to be out in the summer. No specific date, but looking forward to it because I'm into this sort of type of game. This is. A game that looks very cool, and this is the first time in a long time that Remedy is going to be putting a game multi-platform, so it'll be on PlayStation. But uh, they do a lot of just narrative, single-player, straightforward action games, sort of. But Control seems to kind of turn it up a little bit. So Quantum Break, which was an Xbox One exclusive, uh, had a lot of just sort of supernatural powers in a way like time bending sort of stuff and they were really fun to use but it looks like controls taking that to a whole nother fucking level just really crazy abilities it seemed like the whole game takes place in this like mansion that's always kind of changing and morphing basically like a metroidvania like it it seems really rad Mm -hmm. i'm really looking forward to it it's going to be cool to see remedy do some new stuff and at least the the time between Quantum Break and Alan Wake was like six years. Yeah. So they're really turning this one around quickly, which is nice. Hmm. Well, there has been some time since Evolve came out. Do you remember Evolve? Oh, my God. I did not uh, remember Evolve until I read this article this morning. And I was like, oh, my God, Evolve was a game. The game that almost <laughs> killed Turtle Turtle Rock Studios, yeah, who's now partnering with Warner Brother for a game called Back for Blood. And if you don't remember, uh, Turtle Rock created Left for Dead, uh, which was published under Valve. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's Back for Blood sounds, and they're even using the number four like they did in Left for Dead. It seems like it's going to be that kind of game, even though they claim there's going to be a lot of new stuff, which you'd expect since Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead 2 was like, how, how long ago God, was that? that Left was, 4 Dead 2 was like 2010, I think. Yeah, yeah, because the first so, game was 2008. Yeah, so you'd expect them to update, so, like if, say, this is like a Left 4 Dead game, you'd, you'd expect them to come up with some new stuff, new mechanics. They say it's going to also have PvP, not a Battle Royale. Um Coming to PlayStation 4, all the major platforms, except for, well, they don't mention Switch here, but it would be kind of crazy not to at least consider it. Uh, but yeah, I want a new Left 4 Dead-like game. I've been wanting a new Left 4 Dead-like game because nobody has really jumped on the Warhammer train with Ver- Vermintide that I know of. Um and that's the, that's the only other game that I feel runs that same gambit. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah, this game's going to be published by Warner Brothers as well. Uh, I wonder how, um, like, how different is it really going to be? Basically, like, Left 4 Dead, which I don't think either of those games actually ended up on PlayStation, um, which is interesting. Uh, 
those games were kind of episode based, so basically there would be five or six episodes oh to the God, game. Oh God, could this be an episodic game? <laughs> no, I, I don't think it would be an episodic base. And in the first game wasn't, but that's just how these campaigns were set up. They're all different levels, and it would maybe take an hour or two that, to uh, get through. I wonder if they're going to do that or something more connected, or maybe a bigger open world. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but what I am looking forward to to a degree is. You know, Left 4 Dead was pretty impressive for the amount of shit it threw at you, you know, in certain situations. Um, like when you woke a witch up or whatever, yeah. then it was like all hell broke loose and it was really intense and survival felt really, really, especially on higher difficulties, like just mm-hmm. crazy. That game was hard, um, you know, and I, I wonder, you know, with new hardware now. Uh, and they said this is going to be on a PlayStation 4. I don't know if I believe that. But, you know, how impressive is could that be if they're sending hordes of zombies at you? That could be really cool. Left 4 Dead still feels really fun to play. I maybe played it a year ago. Uh, it It's still a really cool game. Mm-hmm. You know, just going from point A to B. Yes, those levels were fairly linear, but they were still just so exciting because they were kind of procedurally generated mm-hmm. to a degree, you know, in terms of what shows up. Um, because you could get to one section and a horde will show up. You can get to that section the next time through it. Nothing's going to be there. tank. Holy shit. Oh, God. Yeah, that sucked. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe just getting back and a little it, bit more like, to the roots a little bit. Yeah. And, of course, obviously, the PvP, you'd expect... Like they did in Left 4 Dead, that kind of. I would thing. think so. Yeah. So in that, I think, you, that, that, I think that was a lot of fun. It like was. being able to play as the special zombies. Yeah. So you had like a group of four players, and then I think was it four special zombies as yeah, well. Yeah. There were four special zombies. There was yeah. the uh, bloater, the uh, hunter, the uh, liquor, or the whatever the tongue guy was, and yeah. then uh, there's a the smoker. Smoker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you got to play as the special zombies, and it was basically the team. The other team was going through the level like normal, mm-hmm. um, but there was now player zombies in there trying to fuck with them. The only thing about that is that it just took so long. Mm-hmm. You know, if they can cut that down a little bit. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. But it was a really cool mode. I wonder if they'll do stuff with character classes too, mm-hmm. like classes and abilities. Yep. Yeah, they had different characters in Left 4 Dead, but they didn't have different yeah, abilities. Yeah, they were they were kind of just like, hey, this is what this person looks like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I would be uh, I'm I'm interested in this. Also, I also have doubts about it being on PlayStation 4, but we'll see. We'll I mean, see if that even matters with the next generation of consoles what they yeah. say it's released on. They literally just announced the name in a image that has turtle rock and warner brothers next to each other Mm -hmm. and that's it i mean i feel like this game can't be that close but then again you know i I just wonder what turtle rock's been up to since evolve because evolve was like 2015 or 16 i'm gonna look this up i think 2015 it's been a long time since evolve evolve game because i can't just look up evolve uh (laughs) Published by 2K in 2015, February 10th, 2015. Wow. So it's been four years. Holy shit, it's been four years since Evolve. <laughs> uh, remember the hype for that game? That was a very hyped game. 
Yeah. I, and then it came out, and man, it fell on its face so fucking hard. I just feel like asymmetric multiplayer was a fad. Yeah. That definitely. that people were chasing and like it, definitely. It just didn't work out. Yeah, because remember EA had that one game. I forget what it was called, but they announced the game. It was like asymmetrical multiplayer, and then they just canceled it. It never even came out. And then that Friday the 13th game. Yep. I'd say that game had more success than Evolve, though. Yeah, I guess so. I think maybe based off the IP. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A brand new IP like that with a totally new type of game mode. It's a little bit of a hard sell. Mm -hmm. Speaking of sales, new video games have gone on. Going, yeah. Art. Let me start that over. New video games are for sale this week. Yes. On the PlayStation Store, we've got new games. There's probably one big name out there. Yeah. Reading these off of the brand new PlayStation blog. And I will note, I don't like how it looks. Sorry. Why do you change it? It was fine the other way. It was just fine. It was fine the other way, the way it was. Write Sid Schumann a personal email. I, I'm not going to do that. Because <laughs> I doubt he had much uh, to do with the actual end product. Yeah. But Good yeah, you want to get us started here with the first game on the list of video games? Sure. The Ark Slinger. PlayStation VR. Get your trigger finger ready for some fast shooting VR and arc slinger. Entrusted with a mythological angel heart, you must take down villainous gold smoke and his dastardly gang. Do you have what it takes to become the arc slinger? Hmm. All right. Continuing on here with Blood Waves, out digitally on PlayStation 4. Repel the attacks of the living dead using traps, defensive barricades, and close and long-range combat. Destroy zombies. Get cash. Prepare yourself for the next wave. Choose the optimal strategy to survive. People still putting out horde mode games. Yeah. We just talked one that maybe is a horde mode game with Back for Blood. Who knows? Eh. (laughs) I wouldn't wouldn't call what it is. Like, that that A to B kind of... Thing is is different than a it, horde it mode. It had like horde mode uh, moments within all the levels, but it wasn't outright horde mode. Uh, the Caligula effect, overdose on PS4, digital and retail. School is back in session. The Caligula effect, overdose, boasts enhanced visuals and gameplay, including new characters, new scenarios, new endings, and a mysterious forbidden musician route. Ooh. All right, we have here on PlayStation 4 digitally, Dissidia Final Fantasy NT Free Edition. This is the kind of fighting game Final Fantasy thing. You can play part of Dissidia Final Fantasy NT for free. You can play online and offline battles with pre-selected characters that change weekly and battle online against users from the full version. Uh, A game that is, depending on what fucking version you bought... You can play now. Uh, The Division 2. Well, I think by the time this podcast goes out. Yeah, then... then, Throughout this week, people have been gradually 
gained access to the Division Two. The fate of the free world is on the line in Tom Clancy's The Division Two. Lead a team of elite agents into a post-pandemic Washington, D.C. to restore order and prevent the collapse of the city. Golden Ultimate Edition is available March 12th, which is past March 12th right now. Division Two seems fine. Yeah, it seems like... Yeah, another one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like an improved one of those. At least upon the first one. All right. Ooh, we got a mouse here and Ghost of a Tail. You are Tilo, a courageous minstrel mouse on a perilous quest to find his true love. Use stealth and cunning as you explore dwindling heights keep from its tallest towers to its deepest dungeons, evading its dangers and discovering its most ancient secrets. Ooh. Uh, next up is One Piece World Seeker on PS4. Lead your or leave your compass behind and join Luffy. It's Luffy. Luffy as he embarks on a brand new action-packed adventure where you can experience the powers of the legendary gum gum fruit to uncover hidden secrets on an original never before seen uh, never before seen island. Time to set sail. I've seen reviews all over the place for this game. Like I saw Game Inform gave it an 8, but then mm. IGN gave it a 4.8. Mm. So definitely look this one up a little Critics bit. Critics are divided. In- interesting. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Rico is next up here on PlayStation 4 digitally. Two cops, one case, and only 24 hours to take them down. Face off against criminal gangs in an exciting procedurally generated action movie FPS. Join forces with a friend online or locally and take down those crooks in true buddy cop style. The last game for the week, The Wizards Enhanced Edition on PlayStation VR. Become a powerful sorcerer and host a mighty... Might yeah. become a powerful sorcerer with a host of mighty spells at your fingertips and protect the realm of Meloria. The Wizard is an acclaimed action adventure game with unique gesture based spellcasting system designed for PlayStation Move controllers. Hmm. Okay, I I'm not sure. <laughs> what kind of music this is but juice world death race for love the album yeah. art looks like a ps1 video game i was game. literally about to say that <laughs> and i think that's pretty rad i think i don't know too. anything about that album but yeah he listened to the captain marvel soundtrack which was fine yeah it was fitting for that movie yeah you can watch mary poppy returns holmes and watson which was oh, apparently not God. very good at all <laughs> it was so bad netflix didn't even want it I I just don't you can't really sell me on uh, Will Ferrell as Sherlock Holmes yeah actually I'm not even I don't know about that movie I'm not sure if he's Holmes or Watson but just the way it's arranged here I'm guessing yeah oh god that's all the video games out this week and all the stuff that you need to know on the PlayStation store Tyler by this time next week, you say you will have Kingdom Hearts 3 maybe done? Hopefully. Maybe. We'll yeah. see. I'm hoping to get a lot of shit done over the next week. I, I think I'm going to start my world a day thing 
that's going to motivate me to actually get through the Kingdom Hearts games. Hey. God. If you just do one just, a day. I'm just not sure because you don't have to Kingdom do it. Hearts 1 is kind of bad by today's standards. It's it's got things about it that are not good for sure. I'm not sure about these video games, Tyler, as video games. They might be interesting lore things, but I'm not sure about them as video games yet. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe once I get to other Kingdom Hearts games, I, that will change. But Two is so much better. And, you know, three plays really well. You know, the story's fine and everything, but I still think I like two the most mm. out of all of them. Two is such a great game top to bottom. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So I think that's going to do it for the show this week. Yep. Unless you have anything else. Nope. That's all I got. All right. Well, if you want to find us on the internet, give, ask us a question. Just, you know, bitch and moan like people do. You can do that via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. Or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings and reviews on your podcast app of choice. Unless you don't like the podcast, then just ignore what I said. Five stars only. Share us with your friends. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids, where we did a Captain Marvel review. We did. Where we used a very ridiculous rating scale. We did. I think it had to do with apples, right? Yeah. I think it's how all rating scales should work. Mm, Yes. So go check that out. Until next time, be good to each other. Play your video games. And... Bing bong, biddle bop, boop, boop.